Dad podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he's my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So, Padre. Yes. What is a current anime that you are enjoying? Well, um, there's a couple, of course. Uh, I've gone back and I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. Again. Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. And I am... It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. Like, yeah. uh, sometimes it's good to watch one again because there's so many elements in them. Mm-hmm. At the second time, you pick up more on. Yeah. Uh, like the humor, of course, is really good, but there's just little nuances that I'm finding that I missed the first time I watched it because I kind of binged it in one week to go watch the movie. A bunch of us were going to the movie. Yeah, which last was year. fantastic. Yeah, that was, that was the movie was great. Movie. And it's on Crunchyroll too, so I'm very happy. But I wanted to know what it was about mm-hmm. so i watched the whole series in like five days and so and it was probably not that hard to binge that no it wasn't it was very good to binge it's easy to binge. <laughs> so yeah i just that's the one i would say i'll just go ahead and pick that one that's the one that i'm kind of just digging right now and kind of into i'm very excited because october uh new stuff is coming out for oh, my hero snap yeah and i think spy family yep so which are two of the best very pumped and uh, and i guess we're watching spy family again and uh that's just one of the best ones this year if you haven't seen it go watch spy family you'll love it yeah i have got a few of course yeah. that i'm enjoying um man I'd say one that I'm currently loving right now. It's called God of High School, mm-hmm. which sounds like it'd be the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, it's not. It's a giant tournament where people are trying to find out who's the strongest high school person in the world, and it's definitely set in this world that's like, it's real life, quote unquote, yeah. in terms of it takes place in Seoul, Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all these characters have these crazy abilities, so it, it's kind of My Hero Academia esque in that way. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like they're literally super powered. They just all learned these crazy fighting styles that okay. are definitely next level. And so what I've really enjoyed about it is it's very fast paced and uh, it's just really good. They, they do a good job making you care about the characters mm. um, okay. really quick. I'm only on episode like four and wow. I'm... I usually watch anime while I'm doing dishes yeah. a lot of times. I can't watch this one when I'm doing dishes because it moves too quick. Wow. I, I wouldn't be able to take everything in. Yeah. I'd miss a ton. So I've really liked that one. Um, I think it's called Pharmacy in a Parallel World. Mm-hmm. It's a really good one I've enjoyed. You told me about that one. Yeah. It's about a guy who basically he's the world's best pharmacist. And he's he literally works himself to death. <laughs> because he... They, they show in his backstory why. But yeah. he's very motivated to the point to where he wakes up, he's in this parallel world, and it's like medieval, and he wants them to have good medicine. Mm-hmm. And he also, there's some little plot twist things in there yeah. that I'm not going to tell you, but there's other elements to the story that makes it very intriguing, but very good. Okay. 
So I've liked that one. And then the other one, surprisingly, is a sports oh. anime. Uh, it's called Aoashi, I think. Is, is Oh, is that the soccer one? The soccer one, yeah. Because yeah. i got to be real, y'all. I'm sorry for all the listeners who love soccer, but I don't give a rip about that sport. Not even a little bit. I, if your sport makes 2 nothing a blowout, that's too little action <laughs> for me to be interested. Yeah. That's changing. It's starting to change. Really? Yeah, because as I'm watching the show, they're explaining how the game works. See, that I need to watch that because I know nothing about it. And it shows you like the tactics of it, mm. and it's very, uh, it's very tactical in terms of offense, defense, spacing, mm-hmm. teamwork when moving things around, and how that works. And because it's sh- it's following the story of this kid who's got a lot of raw talent, but just knows nothing about the actual game. Okay. You know, he's just good at controlling the ball and kicking it in the goal. Yeah. He has about as much knowledge of the sport as we do. But he has to learn because he wow. joins this very intense youth league uh, where, like, it trains future soccer pros. And so he's trying to walk this journey and really struggling. But you're learning with him about the game of soccer. So okay. I, I that one I pick up and set down because it's very intense. Yeah. So I only watch it if I'm like, hey, I'm in the mood to watch something yeah. intense. Yeah. Very well written. Very okay. good. Um, it's kind of like Haikyuu, uh, yeah. the volleyball yeah. one. So very good. Man, that went longer than that any did. of that our opener questions. <laughs> <laughs> the nerddom came out. True. Okay, so our topic of this series has been pain. Mm-hmm. Um, acknowledging it. It's been how to navigate it. It's been the difference between grieving and mourning. And now we're coming to the heart of the issue, uh, at least for us as believers. Yeah. Where is God in the midst of grieving and mourning. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the tension that we can feel between faith and grief. And, and maybe some of the ways that we look at it that aren't super helpful. Yeah, I think in the church sometimes you kind of go extremes. Um, you have people who tell you that you need to not acknowledge your grief or your pain and just have faith. And that'll fix everything, mm-hmm. and and that's not that's not biblical actually, um, and and what it is is people kind of feel like they have to be fake, mm-hmm. that they can't be real, and they can't acknowledge, hey, I'm hurting right now, and that's not what real faith is, because when you look at the Bible, real faith involves mourning and grief a lot of times. I mean, throughout Scripture, there's stories of it, even Jesus. Before he raised Lazarus from the dead, he cried for him, mm-hmm. you know, and he literally was crying because he felt the pain of everybody who was hurting the family. Yeah. And then when he was walking to Jerusalem for the last time, he was crying over the city in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't afraid of his emotions. Right. And what's funny is he crying. And then when he got into the city, he chased all the, the sales guys out of the mm-hmm. temple yeah. So he went boss mode. So he shows us very extreme emotions. So this whole thing that because you have faith, you shouldn't show your emotions, mm-hmm. I think is is not real. Um, but then the other side is where people think, well, you just need to deal with your faith, but God has nothing to do with that. 
that's that's the wrong side of it to where I have to deal with this and God left me here on this island all by myself. God oh, okay, took my okay. loved one away and he abandoned me. That's kind of the opposite side of it where people blame God, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so we want to be careful that we don't get into that because that's the matter of people getting into, you know, okay, well, if God's a loving God, how come there's so much pain in the world? You know, and a lot of people ask that question. It's a legitimate question. And I think if you look at scripture, God didn't want it to be this way. Mm-hmm. You know, he told Adam and Eve, don't eat from that tree. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're kind of the ones who brought it, but he is with us throughout the process. And that's the thing we don't want to forget. We don't want to go to the extreme where we deny our pain. And we don't want to go to the extreme where we say it's all God's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, the balance is right in there. And I think that's where God meets us in that middle that middle area. Yeah, man, so much good content in there. I, let me rewind a little bit. Yeah. This is absolutely vital for every mm-hmm. person listening to this. Yeah. And they need to understand this if if they're going to, as a Christian, walk through loss, grief, and really pain in general. Mm-hmm. Faith is not pretending like everything is okay when yes. it isn't. Yeah. You're right. You've said you just said that that the church sometimes has failed in saying that and trying to do that because we're uncomfortable with the emotions. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta believe, man. And if you had faith, you wouldn't be hurting right now. Yeah. That is a lie. That is literally a lie. Because if you look at the book of Psalms, Mm -hmm. 70, about 70 of the 150 Psalms, almost half, are people processing through pain. Yep. Almost half of them. Mm -hmm. There is a book in the Bible called Lamentations, where people are lamenting an entire book dedicated to that. Yeah. The story of Job, I think, is a great example. A man yeah. who was righteous, he grieves. That's literally like 40 chapters of it is him grieving. And his, his uh, friends, yeah. quote unquote, are saying, hey, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah, and you, actually you blaming don't. him. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. And God says, Job spoke rightly about me, but you didn't. He was yeah. mad at the friends. Yeah. Um, and Job actually had to do a sacrifice and pray for them so I know. God didn't mess God them up. God was going to judge them. Yeah. So I think this is such an important point that mm-hmm. we need to just emphasize for a second here. Faith is not denying the truth. Yeah. In fact, faith is acknowledging who God is in his goodness mm-hmm. and acknowledging the pain you're experiencing. It's yeah. both. And it's understanding like if you look at Job's conversation with God at the end. Mm -hmm. God never gives him the reason why. Right. No explanation. And what we have to be careful of is we think, okay, I'm going through pain. I've Mm -hmm. lost somebody. I need to know why. And the reason we want that is because we want to know who or what to blame. Mm -hmm. And what God tells Job is, you can't fathom what I fathom. Right. My thoughts really are not your thoughts. And he says all that to say, I've got it. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing for us as believers to say, okay, I don't understand this. And it's okay to say, I don't like it. This hurts. It's painful. But it doesn't mean we're always going to understand. 
but God promises he will be with us in the midst of that. Yes. And that's where we want to be careful that we don't, we're just looking to blame. Yeah. Like I had people come up to me, uh, you know, when your mom was sick, you know, hey, you know, what about this? What about this? Did she hold her phone up to her ear a lot? Did she stand in front of the microwave? Everybody was trying to come up with a reason. Why did she get a brain tumor? Mm-hmm. And if you let that go, it'll drive you nuts. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was like, you know, I don't know how she got it. I don't know why she got it. She just has it. So we just dealt with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't trying to find someone to blame it on. I just wanted it to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And so when she went to heaven, yes, we prayed for her healing. Um, and she's healed now yeah. because she's in heaven. Right. I would have preferred her to be healed here. And yeah. I think that's what we have to understand that, yes, it hurts, but that doesn't mean God ceases to be God because he didn't do it the way I wanted him to do. Yeah. Because he is above us. So when he does something, he says, I've got it. And we just have to trust him with that. That's where faith yeah. comes into it. I think faith is kind of shown in how you approach the hard questions. Mm-hmm. Because if you ignore the hard questions, you're not having faith. Because yeah. you're afraid that the question's gonna mean that God's either not real or he's not good or whatever. Yeah. But also approaching the question purely out of bitterness and blame. Mm-hmm. It's also not quite the way to go about it. Faith yeah. is, because you do need to ask the question, if God is all powerful and God is all good, yeah. why is there sin, pain, mm-hmm. and death in this world? Yeah, That is a legitimate question that it people is. have been asking for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And so you can't ignore it. Yeah. Because really at that point, you're putting more faith in your ignorance than you're putting in Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend about this today that it's kind of the same way. Like, I think sometimes we look to information to fix our grief. Mm, yeah. We look to the information to be like, it, we have the test mentality. Yeah. This is a test. And if I have the right answer, yeah. now the test has been passed. Boom. Mm-hmm. Good job. Wrong. The test is much more like running a marathon mm-hmm. uh, to where, yes, information's helpful. If you learn good running form, yeah. if you buy the right shoes and you have the right equipment, you know, that's good. Yeah. You know, however, how do you actually prep for running a marathon? By running a lot. Yep. It's literally just by doing it. Yeah. And it's kind of in the same way that like these questions that we ask, we're not looking for the answer to fix it because it's not a test. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. We're wrestling with these questions and talking to God about it to learn his character, to spend yeah. time with him, to build a, a genuine relationship of trust yeah. that has gone through the fire and come out the other side. It's mm-hmm. much more based. Grief is much more a experience to be lived through. Yeah. And that's what develops you rather than information that you glean. And that's what fixes it all. Yeah, and it's kind of coming to a point where you say, okay, I may not understand everything about everything, Mm -hmm. but I know the one who does. And because I've been with him, I've learned to trust him. And that's why God, I think, shows us so much people coming to him with the questions to say, hey, come on. Mm -hmm. He's not scared of our questions. No. He's okay with us coming to him and saying, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really care for this. Mm-hmm. Why? 
It's okay. You just go to him with that. Mm -hmm. You don't go to YouTube. You don't go to the person down the street who doesn't know anything. You go to God. You talk to people who are in that realm because then they'll help you walk through that journey because that's what it is. Like we've talked about, grief is a journey. You just want to do it side by side with God. Mm -hmm. And that means sometimes you're going to be yelling at him. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be saying, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. Why did you do this? And you know what? That's what they did in the book of Psalms. It's okay to do it because you're being with him mm -hmm. and you're doing it with him. And that's what he wants because that's how healing comes and that's how you process through. Even if you never get the answers, you just know that he's with you in it. You're not having to go through it by yourself. Yeah. And sometimes voicing those things <clears throat> can be a display of faith that leads to deeper intimacy mm -hmm. with God. Um, in the same way, like with a friend, if your friend does something that bothers you, talking to them about it yeah. is a step towards you guys becoming closer. Talking to them about it does not drive you further apart. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with God. You know, he's not wrong, obviously. He's the mm -hmm. Lord and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But processing and saying, God, this doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. This just feels like garbage. That's that's a thing that you can do with him, and that's a, there's a safe space to do that. Yeah, and you'll find that as time goes along, you'll develop that trust. You, yeah. it'll it'll kind of it's like your roots go down deeper. And we have to be careful because sometimes some people in the church will offer advice mm -hmm. that's not the best advice in the world. Basically telling you, you don't need to ask those questions. You don't need to feel the way you do. Mm -hmm. You just need to trust God and get over it. Mm -hmm. And no, 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 we don't need to trust God and get over it. We need to trust God by going to him with it. That's true. And and we say, okay, God, here's my pain. This is, I don't understand this. I don't like this. God's a big boy. He can handle that. And the danger is when we start looking for these quick answers, these quick, okay, you're you need to be over this by now. If you had faith, you know, like you said earlier, you would be over this. Or, you know, haven't you moved on yet? Mm -hmm. All of those things don't really help us. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and some people in the church, because they haven't wrestled with things, and maybe they don't have that level of trust, they project that on you. Right. So what they're telling you is, you don't need to ask those questions of God because maybe they're a little scared because mm -hmm. they've never done it. Mm -hmm. So you want to be careful that you don't let those kind of people speak into your life because it will kind of push you away. Right. And on the reverse side, it's wise to go to people who have walked through things like that. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be the same thing. Yeah. But people who are older, wiser, you know, who've been through life. Because everyone that has life experience, yeah. has experienced life's disappointments. Exactly. Every person. Mm -hmm. So even if it may not be the exact kind of loss that you had, yeah. they can still they can still give a perspective. They can still, yeah. even if they haven't experienced any kind of loss, yeah. they've still experienced disappointments and hard questions with God. Mm -hmm. It's happened. Yeah. And we have to be careful that we don't avoid accepting help from others just because they don't have the same experiences as us. Yeah, um, yeah and that's a big thing. Yeah, it, it's a natural tendency because mm -hmm. the human nature says, well, you don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. You don't get it. Yeah. You yeah. don't understand. Yeah. You know, like, for example, me with mom, if somebody came over like, hey, man, I'm here for you. I just feel like God's saying this to me. I could go, oh, I'm sorry. 
did you talk to your mom about that? Yeah. Because I can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, let, let's let's look at some pictures from your wedding. Huh, your mom was there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's, yeah. That's, that's nice. Yeah. You know, hey, you your wife gets to talk to your mom about your, you know, childhood years. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I can't do that. And, th- and so you can quickly yeah. get into a space where a pity party replaces you just saying, thank you for that advice. Yeah. Thank you for that word. Thank you yeah. for your support. I need it. Mm-hmm. Because they've, they've gone through something before, I'm sure. Yeah, and people, you know, if they're willing to show compassion, mm-hmm. that's what you, thank you for showing compassion. Yes. But um, if someone comes up and, and, and sometimes, I mean, people, when you're going through grief, and, and people say dumb things. Yes. And I know before I went through it, I probably said dumb things to people. Right. So there's a part of you that just has grace mm-hmm. for people who say dumb things. You've got to. But there's also, there's, there's wise people around you. Yes. That you can go to and just say, hey, I need some prayer. I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the people you can go to who can help you process through, walk through this even if they haven't done it themselves, especially those who are older in their faith, they've served God longer, they've been through stuff, they've seen things, they can help you take that journey. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Now, this has been a fantastic conversation, uh, but we're probably going to have to split this into two episodes. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, listeners, we're going to get back to this next week, uh, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the questions for today. Okay, so the first question for today is this. I have a friend who recently lost one of their parents. I feel awkward because I don't know what to say to them. Got any tips? Yeah, I think the one thing that you want to make sure not to do is just because it feels awkward doesn't mean you back off. Right. Um, but what you don't want to do is just say things because you don't know what else to say. Mm. One of the easiest things, just tell someone you're praying for them. You don't have to try to give advice. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, the people who are grieving, they don't understand everything they're going through. I can say from personal experience, yeah. they don't. Yeah. You have and, no idea. And you don't want to go up and say something goofy or just kind of a platitude like, you know, oh, God's in control. Everybody knows that. What they need from you is just, hey, man. I'm praying for you, thinking about you. Um, And also, they would like some normalcy. Mm. So, you know, hey, did you watch the game the other night? Or, hey, why don't we go get some ice cream? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, give give them some space and don't try to be a Mr. Fix-It to them. Right. Uh, That's that's what I think are just a couple things you can do on the front. What do you think? I think the number one thing you can do is be present. You can't fix it. No. You're not going to. Uh, Grieving takes time, no matter what you do. I know one mistake I made, I think I already mentioned this, but one mistake I made was thinking that grieving the right way would make it quicker. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it would happen faster if you went through the proper channels of grieving. But it still takes years. Yeah. To really move forward Mm -hmm. and so if it takes it to do that while you're grieving how much more so when the other person's grieving so there's not some silver bullet that you can do to fix it so don't put that pressure on yourself because that's not even your role uh so just be there and then 
when you say you're praying for them, genuinely pray for them. And if like God gives you a scripture for them, if yeah. God gives you an encouraging word for them, yeah, uh, that's, that's important. I had a friend who recently lost his mom mm-hmm. and I was praying for him. And I just felt like God was talking to me about, talking to me about patience in the process mm-hmm. for him to not feel like he had to rush and something like that. So I got to talk to him about that a little bit yeah. and it was an encouraging moment and it didn't fix it. But that's not what God was trying to tell him. It's just mm-hmm. that, you know, hey, keep walking. You're not doing anything wrong. Just keep moving. Yeah. And, and so actually do pray for them mm-hmm. and, and let the Holy Spirit lead you. If there is like a scripture to send their way or something, just to encourage them along the journey. Yeah. And I think that's the word is is you're not going to give them something that fixes it. No. But you might give them that thing they need for that day. Right. And that's the way to think about that's it. A when good you point. pray for them, it's like, I might could give them that word of encouragement. I might could take them out for ice cream or a meal. That's and, true. And that just helps them get through that day. Yeah. Like what you talked about from Jujutsu Kaisen with the ramen. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> you just need your friend to take you out for ramen. Take you out for ramen. That's all yep. you need. That's true. Okay, let's move to the next question, which I think is a very good one, and we can talk about where can a person go to help with their grieving? Yeah, and I like I like the way the question was asked, help, because one of the things you want to know through the grieving process is you don't have to do it alone. Right. You're going to feel alone at times. You're going to feel like nobody understands what you're going through. You're going to have emotions that go up and down. Mm-hmm. But it's good to get into a group of people that can help you. Mm-hmm. I would suggest some type of support group. Yeah. There's all kinds out there. Every community just about, unless you're in a very small town, and even then, you never know, probably has a, a some type of group that gets together. Uh, like for me, the hospice uh, that your mom was in, they had a support group mm-hmm. that I ended up going to, and it was very awkward and very weird and and I felt strange going, but I ended up loving it. Mm-hmm. And it became, I'm still going, um, and helping others through their process. So it's one of those things that uh, just kind of look around, ask around, do a Google search, yeah. see what type of support groups. A lot of churches have grief support groups. Um, so, you know, I would just say look around for that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the number one thing is not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. Um the, I, something that the hospice uh, support group gave you, and it also helped me, was sometimes different resources. Yeah. Like, you know, because one of the biggest things you ask yourself when you're grieving is, am I crazy? Yeah. Am yeah. I, am I like mentally insane now? <laughs> and you are a little bit in you terms are. of like, you've just had one of the most deep and intimate relationships in your life cut off. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're stable after that, you're a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. you're not so, going to be normal. No, you're not going to be perfectly normal. But at the same time, the feelings that you're facing, the thoughts that you're facing, the struggles that you're facing are not unique to you in That's a good. good way. Yeah. You know, like if you thought to yourself, I, one of the best ones I saw was there was a, a lady brought a list of different statements that she felt in her grief and some of them really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Like I remember one time they had one that said, I don't want to die, but I don't want to live Yeah, because you just feel like, like you're just surrounded by this deep sadness, Mm. but you don't want to die. You just, you're just, uh, kind of in that cloud. Yeah. And so the fact that she said that was Mm -hmm. really encouraging to me because I was like, Oh my gosh, you've, 
you're you've been where I'm at. Yeah. And that really goes to show that you're not crazy and you're not, you know, insane or whatever, but you have people that have walked that journey. Mm-hmm. You have people who have faced those things and that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think finding someone you can talk with, um, if, if there's not a support group in the area, just one-on-one counseling, mm. you know, a counselor, a pastor, someone that you can sit down and just kind of share what you're going through with. They may not be able to give you quote unquote answers to get over it. Right. But it just helps you to process it out verbally. And I yeah. think to have someone to go to, to talk to about it. So again, you're not doing it by yourself. Yeah, that's good. Let's go to a lighthearted note. Somebody okay. asked, Rings of Power, what are your impressions since the season has officially ended? I've, I've still got a couple episodes left. Come on. I man. know, I know. I, I But so far, I, I, in fact, I was talking with someone today about it. They asked me what I thought of it. And I, I said something that you said that I love, that I like being back in the world of Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a different age, it's really fun to be back in there. Mm-hmm. You know, are there nitpicky things? Sure. But I just like being back. I yeah. like the adventure side of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that there's, you know, like we've said, there's a good, there's a bad. Um, so, so yeah. far for me, it's been good. And you tell me the last couple episodes are really epic. Yeah, they're very good. And, and I would say something along a similar vein. My overall impression of season one, because I have finished the the series, and I probably want to watch it again, honestly. Okay. Uh, was I'm very glad to be back in the world. I can tell they worked really hard on it. Mm-hmm. There are some things that they changed, things that are different than what the lore says, yeah. things that are different than what the Cimmerillion says, things that are even just different than how I pictured them. Mm-hmm. However, if... Every show is going to have to take creative liberties. Yeah. Because the truth is, like, some things are happening with the timeline quicker than it does in the books. But if you look at the Cimmerillion, it's more like an encyclopedia that gives you, like, history. Yeah. Uh, But in a show, you can't have 200-year time skips. Yeah. You know? In the show, you can't have, like, unrelated things happening around the world. Like, it needs to feel coherent Mm -hmm. and not super random. So you kind of have to... Uh, condense the timeline you kind of have to meld things together you kind of have to introduce new characters to show Mm -hmm. nuances of what's going on and so there's no way that you can have a show without doing that so i'm not going to hold it against them that they've done that yeah because you've got to yeah and that makes sense because we have to also think they're also creating it for people who don't know that world Mm mm-hmm so when you have someone who doesn't know Lord of the Rings, this might could be a good way for them to get into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's happened to me. I've seen movies in the past, and then I'm like, I want to go read that book. Mm-hmm. And the book is very different from the movie, but mm-hmm. you enjoy both. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's a good point because they're also reaching people who they don't know what the lore is. Mm-hmm. They just want a good story. Yeah, and even if they copy pasted the lore, mm-hmm. there'd be a lot of gaps. Yeah, because the this is real nerdy. But the way the Cimmerillion was written yeah. is it was a compilation of Tolkien's different ideas into mm-hmm. one book after he passed away okay. by his son. Yeah. So it's not one coherent thing. It's a bunch of different lore points combined into one giant volume. Yeah. So And it does have to do with each other, but there are definitely gaps because yeah. Tolkien passed away before he released it. It was like know? his brainstorming. It really was. was. Go. Yeah. It really was. And so you can't make a show 
out of a incompleted compilation of brainstorming sessions. Yeah, that makes sense. You just you can't make a show out of that. Yeah. And so the the fact that they had to take it and work with it is fine to me. Yeah. Um, so overall, I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I said, I want to watch it again so I can do it from that perspective of kind of knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. Good. Well, that's all the time we got for today now that we nerded out a little bit. Um, Guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.